One of my favorite musicals, and dare I say one of my favorite movies of all time, is Les Miserables. Les Miserables. It's a wonderful story, and it's a really a wonderful story about the importance of faith and how one charitable act can really impact a life. One of the characters in Les Miserables is a woman by the name of Fantine. And she uh, appears in the first kind of half of the musical. She's a woman, a poor woman, desperately trying to help her child have a better life. And she sings a very famous song at the beginning of this musical. It's called, I Dreamed a Dream. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. It's one of my favorites. It got Anne Hathaway an Oscar, and we've all probably heard the version by Susan Boyle. And it's a wonderful song that speaks to this mother's desperation. She's willing to do anything to help her child. Unfortunately, she does resort to some questionable measures. But nonetheless, her determination and her love of her daughter tug at our heartstrings every time we hear that song or we see that musical. And that idea came to mind uh, within me when I was reading today's gospel, where we hear the story of this Canaanite woman begging Jesus to help heal her daughter from a demon. She is pleading with our Lord. She is willing to do anything. She is stopping at nothing to try to help her daughter. Now, initially, we might feel that the reaction that Jesus and his disciples gave is cold or intolerant or even insulting. Especially when he says that line, it is not good to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. But if we understand the full context of this passage, we're going to learn that Jesus actually gives this woman a great gift. He shows her very high esteem and eventually grants her request. So let's look at this passage more in depth. This, at, the, at this point in Matthew's Gospel, Jesus had just been rejected by the Jewish elders, by the scribes and the Pharisees. He was kicked out of a Jewish area. So what does he do? He goes to a Gentile area of Tyre and Sidon, filled with Gentiles, people who the Jews at that time would have looked upon as second-class citizens. And so this rejection by the Jewish temple elites was very fresh on Jesus' mind, and it was very fresh on his disciples' mind as well. So when this woman comes to him and Jesus initially says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel, what he's actually doing is giving a little bit of a subtle dig at the people who had just rejected him. Saying, well, I, I was sent to them, and well, clearly they had just rejected him. So and then the woman keeps begging and begging and saying, Lord, help me. And Jesus says this memorable line, it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. Now again, food of the children, that's another subtle dig at the people who had just rejected him. And so we hear this words, throw it to the dogs. The, do the term dog is actually a very common word in the Hebrew language. It was a common word to describe someone's enemies. Think of Psalm 22. Many dogs surround me, a band of the wicked beset me. But what Jesus does here is he actually uses a different word. He uses a Greek word instead of the Hebrew word for dogs. And unfortunately, it's translated the same way in English. Jesus uses the Greek word kunarios. I hope that's how it's pronounced. It's all Greek to me. I normally don't do puns. But this word kunarios is actually the Greek word for puppies. Puppies. And we love puppies. Puppies are part of our families, whether we like it or not. Everyone loves puppies. So what he's saying to this woman is it's actually very endearing. Because who wouldn't feed a hungry puppy? Who would let a puppy go hungry? 
It's a beautiful, beautiful image, actually. Rather than a dog, he's saying, no, you're actually a puppy. You're part of the family with the faith that you're showing. And so the woman, kind of knowing this, says, Lord, even the puppies want scraps from the table. What she's saying to Jesus is, they didn't want what you were trying to feed them, but I do. She wants what Jesus is offering and feeding. And so at that, Jesus replies, woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. Jesus highlights the example of the woman's faith. He didn't say, I will that she be cured. He didn't say, God wills that you be cured. He said, no, let it be done for you as you wish. He emphasizes that the faith of the mother was what healed the girl. Think of all those times that Jesus says in the gospel, go, your faith has saved you. Jesus is showing to us the power of faith. That faith is something that puts a Gentile woman on par with a, with a Jewish person in that time. Puts her on par with the scribes and the Pharisees in terms of, of being in, in line with the law. So Jesus is showing us the importance of faith. And faith, brothers and sisters, makes us part of a family. It makes us part of the church. And the beautiful part is, as people of faith, we have a mother, just like that mother in the gospel, and that mother is the church, Holy Mother Church. We have a mother who will beg our Lord for the healing of us, her children, who will stop at nothing to ask God to heal her sons and daughters. That is Holy Mother Church. She is our mother. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people, when they look at the church, they see the church, the institution, and a lot of very big, foreboding buildings. But first and foremost, the church is a mother. Just like that woman in the gospel, that woman was a metaphor for the church. And her faith is a metaphor for the faith of the church as well, that faith that advocates for us before Almighty God. We can even think back to Isaiah, the words of Isaiah. Can a mother forget her child or be without tenderness for the child of her womb? That's the church and us. And our faith makes that possible. The faith of the church distinguishes us from anyone else in the world. Just as that woman was distinguished between the scribes and the Pharisees. And it's not so much to make it about us versus them, but there is something intrinsically different about a person with faith. The horizon is farther for someone with faith. We can go higher. We can reach higher. We can ask for the moon, if you will, just like that woman in the gospel today. Her faith made it so, and it can be the same for us. So our faith, brothers and sisters, is the best tool at our disposal. It makes us one with the other members of the body of Christ under one mother, that being the church. And so that's why in one of the prayers after the Our Father, the priest will say, look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. That's what we do at every single Mass. At every Mass, we beg, like that mother in the Gospel, to be healed of our sins and to be fed from the table. That happens at every single Mass. So brothers and sisters, if we have faith, we have a mother. And if we have that, then we have a seat at the table and we are members of the greatest family of the world. A family centered on faith, a family sustained by faith, and a family that's fully active in faith. So today, let's thank God that he has given us such a wonderful family built on faith. That he has given us a mother who will stop at nothing for the healing of her children. And let us thank God that he feeds us with the food from the table of life and sacrifice 
to his children who need it most.